All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tavia Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Forgot Tyler wasn't there today. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll stay in the host chair if I have to. Get in there, big boy. There it is. It's ONE with Liam Horvin today. Uh oh, I lost my sock. Uh oh. Welcome. Yay, Yay. Yay. <laughs> uh, oh, Liam. That was um, the most creative lead I've ever come up with. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But welcome into Oilers Nation every day and into the Sports Closet Studio. Three locations St. Albert, Kingsway. Short Park, basically everything I have on in my upper body, you can buy what? from Sports Closet. Bag Milk, though, don't he's not wearing anything, so don't you he can't buy anything. Naked behind the nude, camera. always nude like nude. Oh, yes, welcome <laughs> into the Oilers Nation everyday show. First comment of the day in the Finning Cat YouTube chat goes to Jacob GK. I'm ready for four wins on the road. Let's go get them. Well, they play five, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully no, 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 we're not getting greedy. Five. We're not getting greedy. That would be big. Obviously, joining me on the show, Bag Mill. Hello, the Bro Down, brought to you by Star Mechanical. Hit it, Aaron. We haven't used this for a while. Yeah. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's time for the Bro Down with Bag Milk. Why don't I ever get that? I don't know. I don't know why we, we haven't used that for From this for moment months. forward, I will be playing that every time. Have, Have you ever used show? that one since you've been I don't think us? so. No, I don't think so. I think that's... Uh, I don't think so. Last handful of times I've been on here, I just... I haven't gotten it. That's going to change right now. I thought Tyler's... That's going to change Tyler's right cut now. me. I don't even get the graphic anymore. <laughs> A lot has happened, BM, since the last time you were on the show. We really? may have heard. <laughs> Has some news happened? <laughs> a couple of things have gone down. The Oilers are, are relative to the league again, which is big. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, I was on television. That was big. There's a picture over there. I should have grabbed it. Can I ask you a question about that? Yeah, go ahead. What was it like when you first saw your phone? You looked at your phone and you saw your picture 50 times on Twitter. Uh, so I didn't look for a while because I, I didn't want to be <laughs> rude to McMullet who I was with. Sure. I was trying not to be on my phone. but Sure. I, the others scored, and then yeah, they they panned to the crowd, and I could feel my phone just buzzing and buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. I was like, 
what is going I on? I freaked out. <laughs> I did too. I screamed. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I know that guy. I know that guy. I didn't think I was going to be on because the, so where McMullet sits, the cameraman, he sits in row two, the cameraman sits in row one. So there's four seats in front of him where nobody sits. Yeah. It's the two cameramen, like the people who are actually shooting the Sportsnet guy. And obviously McMullet knows everybody because that's just what he is. Sure. And the guy turns around and the camera doesn't even look like it's pointed at me. And I guess that's why on the shot, it's literally like off my face. But I thought I got a haircut that day. Yeah, it looks great too. <laughs> I thought that this is what I thought happened. So I screamed, shrieked even in my house <laughs> when I saw you on TV. But I figured because you were with McMullet at that game that you anticipated being on TV. I, I did a little bit, but I wasn't I wasn't expecting it at the same time. So I thought you, you were kind you of shaved, doing the like you trimmed your mustache, everything. you got a haircut, yes. you fully well knew that you were gonna Because I thought he was doing the Homer <laughs> through the bushes gif, you know what I mean? Where he's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little camera shy. <laughs> I wish they could have seen how you just enacted that. <laughs> they get the picture, the they know. Yeah. They know the, the they know. Uh, lost my hat too, of course. Hat of course, to. got it. The uh oh, I didn't but good for one. you though. For throwing it? For chucking a hat. I've never done that before. It was, it's a great experience. It it was fun. I like, feel alive. You you think about it initially and you're like, I don't really want to do this, but I have to. But you're gonna and have then to. you launch in, everyone's throwing them. It was it was awesome. My so my dad and my sister went to the game too. Yeah. And they were sat, they were sat right at the back. They said <laughs> my dad made a joke. He's like, the only thing that would have hit me is if somebody in the wheelchair section had fallen. Right. Because that's how far back he was. <laughs> yeah. What a dad and joke. <laughs> he said, my sister said, as soon as he said, before that pass even went, my dad had his hat just launched before Kane <laughs> did it. And he said, he's like, I just I just had a feeling. He's like, I've never done it before. And he like literally had grabbed it, just launched it. And he said from his vision. That was the first hat that was thrown in the arena was his. It definitely didn't make it to the ice because he was like row 15. Nah, what does that matter? <laughs> it's, just, it's a rally, you know, you rally, they get down there yeah, eventually. They gradually make it there. But of course, 2 and 0 in uh, Coach Garlic era. Is mm-hmm. that what you call him? What if you, what's your nickname for him? I don't, I, there's so many good we're ones. We're still workshopping. We said on After Dark. We still, we're still workshopping. I had a clip from Better Late Than Never go up on Instagram. It is buzzing, this clip. I think it's got 60,000 plays oh, right wow. now. And it's spread. We're spread all over. A lot of people like Nobby. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, the simplicity of Nobby, it rolls off the tongue. You know, I made, I just call him the knob. That's probably the one I've said the most. So yep. Far. I made a, um, I'm going to try and find it here. Ken, I shouldn't say I, I came up with the idea Kennedy executed on a, <laughs> on a picture. I'm going to send it to Aaron now and then we'll get it up on the show eventually. I have just, just a little creativity I had for. Sure. For the coach garlics, but I guess the first question I have for you, BM, how you feeling? How you feeling about the uh, the coach Knoblock era so far? Well, you listened to the uh, emergency episode of ONR on Sunday morning. <laughs> I listened to it finally back. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even sound like me. <laughs> no, I didn't know. <laughs> I actually thought he was Captain Felton. I I, I'm listening. I'm like, who's this? Per- That's me. <laughs> but you know what? Trip darts don't count. <laughs> and right when you're 12 out of 10 hungover and you got to do a podcast, you got to do it. But I mean, I'm still in that situation where I'm annoyed that Woody got fired because it happened because there's so many things out of his control. Yeah. If Stuart Skinner has a plus 914 save percentage on a three-game run like he does right now, Jay Woodcroft's still behind the bench. Yeah. So I feel like that's one of those things where Leon Dreisaitl last two games, six points. That happens two weeks ago. He's still on the bench. So I feel for Woody in that sense, but I'm also not going to hold that against Nobby either. Like he's the new coach. I'm going to cheer for him. He got an opportunity. He took it. So it's kind of like there's two sides of the coin on the coaching situation. I'm not, I'm not going to criticize Woodcroft and Manson, but I, and it's early days. It's easy to say, but I'm about to, I really like what the defenseman had, Doing, I know it's been two games. Are doing with Paul Coffee behind the bench and what they sure. said. Yep, like seems like Coffee is really trying to play to the str- strengths of them individually and also as a mm-hmm. bit of a group and like trying to get the puck moving a lot more. I mean, Cody Cece got a breakaway. I don't think Paul Coffee told him to do that. I think he did. Probably in his head a little bit of like, hey, if you get up the ice a little, I bit think Paul Coffee said, "Listen, man." <laughs> You see Elaine, you take it. Yeah. You go cherry pick from time to time and they'll find you. Nobody's <laughs> expecting Cody Cece to be back there, including Cody Cece. That's what uh, that's what he was whispering to him in that picture. Yeah, exactly. The um 
The funny thing about that breakaway though is uh, Aaron, I put the the picture I made in the work tape, by Perfect. the way. Thank you. Um Joey Decord comes out like so far to challenge him. And I feel like anyone with any kind of offensive instincts that has scored a goal in the last 12 months would have beat him easily. Yeah, he a little dip so to do far out of his yep. net and just like left it so wide. But uh, we got new lines today too at the other skate. Did you see those, BM? I did, yeah. So do we have those, Aaron? Yeah. Um, here yeah, we go. But when Connor things. Brown is back. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the chat has to say about him. So we've got Ryan Ugin Hopkins, Connor McDavid, and Connor Brown in the first line. Vander Kane, Leon Dreisaitl, Zach Hyman on the second line. Warren Fogle, Ryan McLeod, and Derek Ryan, which is where I'm surprised. Adam Ernie, how is he not suspended? James Hamlin, and then uh, checking in is Gagne and Lavoie on the fourth line. And deep parents say the same with Kulak as a seventh defenseman. What are your initial thoughts here? Because I... I know what everyone's thinking, and it's that first line of Connor Brown, but that's not where I'm looking right now. For me, it's Derek Ryan Derek should be Ryan. on the third yeah. line. Yeah. Yep. So there's a couple of things that stick out to me. Number one, the problem I have with Connor Brown on the first line isn't that it's Connor Brown on the first line. He just hasn't played in the last yep. little bit. I don't think it's fair to expect him to keep up with Nugent McDavid. I just don't. And by the way, Nugent needs to get going there too. So he had a great chance. Great chances. You could tell the frustration. The other, yeah. I like. I don't know if you saw it from where you were sitting, but he looks skyward I a couple see, of yeah, times. Did. The third line, Derek Ryan. I mean, look, give Lavoie those minutes. Yes, please. 100%. Like, no, nothing against Derek Ryan. I love Derek Ryan. He will go out and give you eight to ten minutes of quiet hockey every night, and you love to Penalty see it. Kill. He's in all the situations you need Derek Ryan to be in. But like Lavoie's a player that, I mean, like, you know, bump him up a little bit. The other one that I'm thinking about is Broberg recalled still the extra D man. I know. I'm looking at that too. And I'm thinking, Deane, the most offense he's had in the last three games was almost putting a puck in his own net. Oh, my Lord. I didn't, I haven't seen it because it was at the other end of the ice. And Shockingly, they didn't show a replay in the building. Of that <laughs> happening. Can't imagine why. But so, can someone tell me how close that was? Post. Did he hit like the outside? The post was our hot performer of the night. Yeah, I picked the post as the hot performer of the night on After Dark the other day because I did yeah, a it legitimate. Was going right in. It was <laughs> legitimate, unironic face palm to the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was wild. Like our end of the ice, you couldn't see. You saw him at the pocket. I think everyone was just going to think is like. Hey man, like just give it to them. Do something. You're probably the one guy on the team who doesn't need to have the puck right now. And or I, yeah. just park it. Park it in the yeah, corner. Like do not something. that. No, okay, do don't all, do yeah, that. Do it exactly what you did. Never again. The blind backhand pass. I know he was trying to find Ekholm, but like, holy cow! Again, I don't face palm generally. That is not something <laughs> that my body does. But it triggered one, and it just I was stunned. Stunned. Can you pull the lines back up again, please, Aaron? Yes, sir. I just. Lavoie is where I want to go. I, I wrote about this yesterday on Oilers Nation. Lavoie is going to be way more effective on that third line with plays you can actually score goals and create sure. some offense. Sure. I really like James Hamlin. I love the energy he brings. He's pretty decent in the faceoff. Duh. Woodcroft used him a lot on the penalty kill. I, I'm not sure if it's been used too much with Nobby yet. But either way, like he's played an effective role. Yep. I like Gagne down there too. But it seems like one of those two guys are going to be out. And I don't understand how Adam Ernie has earned the opportunity to stay in a lineup when he almost cost him the game the other day. I don't know how Adam Ernie is allowed to play at all right now, yeah. frankly. Like when I saw a 2K fine for that elbow, it was a chicken wing. Like if that happened to an Oilers player in reverse, we would be Fury. incensed. So I just, we were on After Dark and I'm telling, I'm talking to Aaron and I go, that's got to be a game or two at least. Like that was a blatant hit to the yeah. head. The, the crazy part about it, though, minus the suspension or not, Leon Dreisaitl got a bigger fine than Adam Ernie did. Yeah, for him, wild. <laughs> for his crush, which I think was dirty too and warranted the, the punishment it got. But come on, that is it's a $5 million, a $5 million fine. Yes, <laughs> fine him $5 million. But either way, I would go for the Lions tomorrow. Connor Brown, I'm surprised he's been elevated so quickly, but I yep. also don't think Sam Gagne is good enough to play more than 10, 12 minutes anymore in the NHL, unfortunately. You can tell. We just, just talked about tired. a He's just, he doesn't have the legs anymore. He's so intelligent and he makes a lot of great plays in the first half of the game yep. and he gradually fades away. And it, when you have guys 
playing with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins, they need to be going for 60 yep. minutes. So yep. I, I'm off the Sam Gagne train for the first line. Play him on the fourth line. He's, he's a great player. And I think the Oilers need him more than I anticipated they needed him this season. I've got your photo. <laughs> Go on. Pull it up. What do you think of this? <laughs> Give me some of that. I knew this is where this is going to so, go to. I did not. So I've seen this a handful of times oh, now. Really? Okay. Variations. Not like a. this one is much better than the ones that I've seen. Yeah. But I had no context. I've never seen Harry Potter. That is Dobby the Free Elf. I have With never Dobby seen now. all of the Harry Potters either. I've seen the first two several times. So me misses loves Harry Potter. And she goes, last Christmas, we're going to watch all of them. You haven't seen all of them. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm a team player. I'm good in the room. Glue guy. Glue guy. Sam Gawne. Glue guy. But after the first one, I was I was just like, out. I'm out. So I didn't know. But like, I, I, I'm i appreciating this. I love Nobby the Free Elf. Yeah. I think this is good. And I, I, I haven't posted this on my social platforms yet because I don't want to be offensive to, to Coach Garlic. But I think it's funny. And everyone everyone's favorite character is Dobby in Harry Potter. So if you're in the Finning Cat YouTube chat, let me know what your favorite Harry Potter is. I would love Mine's to see Order of the Phoenix to try and like imitate the voice. If he played yeah. into it just a little bit, he'd be an all-time coach. It'd be an all-time moment. I am being asked as the co-host for you, Liam, to give a, okay. a give a like goal in the chat. What are you thinking? Here's what I'm thinking. He's back, so I'm saying 97 likes. Connor McDavid goals in back-to-back games. Was buzzing. Buzzing plus 105 for an anytime goal in the last game. Free money. Come on, cash boards. He's bankroll. Come plus on. 105? It was plus 105. I, so you took it, you hammered it, you took it. There's some players in the league that if you see them at plus money, you take it. Yeah. Yes. McDavid yeah. is one. David Pasternak is another. Austin awesome, Matthews. Dry I don't Dardo see many plus monies next to Austin Matthews. It's three or four. It's three or four of them. But uh, over in the Finning Cat YouTube chat right now, people are saying my point on Lavoie going up to the third line, the only thing I'm wrong about is that Ryan McLeod hasn't scored a goal yet this season. Facts. The point is though, is that he creates offense. He's out there and he's very noticeable. I just think he, you can't have Lavoie just, just getting mixed in anymore. He's either here or he's not. Just send him down. If you're, you got the, you got the period now and maybe they'll do that. Uh, he's played six games now. So they have four games to decide if he's going to be here long-term and miss his waiver eligibility. Cause this time too, teams have seen him in the NHL. So if you were to waive him, he would be yeah. Gonzo Washington. He's a big boy. Um, another and after losing Dylan Holloway, Liam, like exactly, that's, you exactly. need a spark. You yes. need something like that. He's a goal scorer. Yeah. So I'm told I haven't <laughs> seen one yet, but Hey, whatever. That's, that was an unnecessary trip. I had Brian McLeod at 20 goals and right now he just looks like a fast guy. So, (laughs) well, I had uh, Jack Campbell at 907 save percentage. Yep. So there we go. Liam, ask the folks uh, about the listener questions or tell them about the listener questions. Did we bring it? Oh, did I not bring it up? No. Uh, Please put some questions in the YouTube chat. And then when BM departs us at 1230, Adam, Aaron and I will go over a few of them and, uh, Moral welcome. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> uh, okay. I got a couple more for you, BM. Sure. The goaltending debate. It's not even a debate. It's more of when do you play Kyle Pickard and give Skinner a break? Because yeah. right now, I said, I can't remember what show it was on, but I said you could maybe play Pickard this Saturday, not due to the opponent necessarily, but due to the fact that Tampa Bay's goaltending isn't good. Yep. So... I look at the road trip. You've got Tampa Saturday. You've got Florida Monday. You've got Carolina Wednesday and you got Washington on Friday. To me, there's only two options there for me. One would be on Saturday tomorrow against the lightning because I agree with you. Vasilevsky's not playing. Yes. The other one is Washington, even though they're kind of rolling. Yeah. So my thought is Washington because Stu is Finally dialing it in. He just had two days off after Wednesday's win. Again, three games in a row over 914. I kind of want to get him going. I kind of want him picking it up. And he's a young dude. He's not going to be tired. He's going to be our starter. We need Stu to get going. So that's why I would just keep the ball rolling with Stu on Saturday. Yeah. I, well, when I said that too, that I think that was before the Seattle game on Wednesday when he was easily the other's best player. Yep. It wasn't even close. I know Kane got the hat trick, but Stu was there for 60 plus minutes for them that night. I think Washington is probably the best bet. Yep. But you could also 
throw Pickett to the Wolves a little bit against Carolina, I think. Scheduled last night? Might have to. If they win against Tampa and Florida, and you're going into Carolina with a five-game win streak, I think you can put that on the line because then you have Washington, Anaheim at home, Vegas at home, and then the Jets on the road to finish out November. I think I, I think it's got to be one of those two games. I and it's interesting because the others don't have back to back games. They're yeah. really just mm-hmm. throwing in there, like so they they could hypothetically like just run Skinner until it really really needs to happen, which mm-hmm. is going to be interesting. Like Kyle Pickett, the good thing about him is like he's played games in the league. Yep, he's he's a pro. He's played like hundred games, proven. whatever it be. Like he's not going to go in there and be overwhelmed. And Carolina's got a great defensive core, obviously, but that goaltending has always been kind of questionable too. So maybe that's another area. The reason I'm going to the goaltending is I keep going back to the the quote Skinner had after the Vancouver game when he said, I just have to be better than the other guy at the end of the ice. And tonight I wasn't. And that was against Sacha Demko. Basically every night since, besides the San Jose game, he's been better than the other goal at the other end of the ice. So I think that's a good way to just compare it. Do you have anything to add, Adam? <laughs> yeah, somebody in here said, shout out, producer Adam. What have you done? <laughs> but um, I think it was Stu, dude. Like, and it's the irony, right? Of like last year, he had to play way too many games, shuts down in the playoffs because it was by necessity because mm. Jack Campbell is dog poop. So you have to do that. It's crazy that 15 games into the season, we're already back into that immediately. But right now, he's hot. There's no back to backs. I'm playing Stuart Skinner. Yeah. Every single game. I don't care about Calvin Pickard. I get people. They're still talking Rodrigue. That ain't going to happen. Pickard will get a game here and there, but I'm riding my guy right now. He's still young. I know we saw it last year, but right now I can't really afford to like, I get the scheduled loss mentality bag milk. I just have a hard time scheduling. I don't like it when yeah. Yeah, you're on a three game heater right that. now and you need to make up some ground. I'd be totally fine, legitimately, if they played just Stu all the way through. All month. I, I would too. Uh, Real back to back this month? No. No, no. Not more. one. Item. Item. Uh, it's surprising that you don't have back to backs on this five game roadie. Yeah, a little bit. Like, <laughs> four games. Uh, yeah. Four games. Four, four game four roadie. Games? Yeah. They're back on the 26th against Anna. No way. So I chipped that guy right at the stop. My sincerest of apologies. Yeah. Jacob. Although uh, I can see why you're confused. The way, that the, the, fans. the way that the Oilers redid their schedule on their website. Atrocious yeah, this year. Terrible. Awful. Uh, in the Finning Cat YouTube chat, Lance said, I play Pickett against Florida. McMullet came in and said, play Skinner till a loss. I think that might be an option too. Might also Pro, be there. Yeah. Do I believe it's his birthday today? So happy birthday to Happy QF birthday. Uh, playing against Washington is one day between Washington and then coming home. Followed by the cross continent travel, another and another game. So there's always, you know what? It's that one at the last game of a road trip. Yeah, the boys like are tired, want to go three home. Days in Florida. Sorry, Calvin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get in there, buddy. Yeah, stop a few of these for us. I got one more question for you, BM, and then we're gonna get to a, a quick list that we saw. Please. Someone tagged us in today. Yes, the Vegas Grand Prix is an absolute mess right now. Yes, <laughs> absolute disaster. So for anyone who didn't see, I think it was. Ocon and Sites both drove over like a manhole that just was in the road mm. and they didn't cover it. So now I did not see that. Yeah. So they were supposed to practice last night in Vegas. And obviously it's at night because it's warm in Vegas during the day and also Vegas never sleeps. But they never got to practice. Yeah. And they're the drivers were stunned that desert gets cold at night. Yeah. So on Saturday night, the race starts at eleven o'clock. Yes. So, so it's going to be chilly. Night. Yeah, it's going to be cold. And that's something too that people were saying is, I think it was Qatar when they were there the other week. You may have seen BM. A lot of guys got out of the car and they were dehydrated. Like they were in bad shape. Like yeah. guys on like IVs and everything. And now it's almost going to be a bit of the opposite where they get all these cars are going to be freezing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just... They've had to drop ticket prices 50%. There was a culinary strike that they had to settle before the Grand Prix. Like... Absolute disastrous. Something that was supposed to be such an amazing event yeah. has gone just down the toilet. It's crazy. So we'll see if they even get to race. Yep. That'd be, they haven't practiced yet. So that's one thing. But let's get to this, uh, this list, Aaron. So this is a list uh, we were tagged in on Twitter today. I can't remember who made it. So my apologies. But it is 10, the 10 worst 
things that have happened during the McDavid era. There it is. So let's look through so quickly. Number one, the Reinhardt trade. Number two, the Campbell five by five. Lucic seven by six. Broberg pick at four. Cassian contract at five. Poyavi development at six. Nurse contract at seven. Strong for Spooner at eight. Nine is the Keith trade. Ten is Larson for Hall. So what do you see in initially? A lot of good memories right there. Shout out Alberta Blue Cross. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Nothing but fun here. So the top one, first on the list, the Reinhardt trade. I remember you guys weren't around yet, but we had a draft party for Connor McDavid because it's Connor McDavid. Mm. And the place was bumping, absolutely slammed, rammed in there, could not move. Oilers pick Connor first overall. Place goes ballistic, blow the roof off the place. Shortly after that, (laughs) the vibes turned quite quickly when what would have been a 16th overall pick got flipped to the Islanders for Griffin Reinhardt and half the place went, Oh yeah. Oil King. I think I remember. And then everybody, the people that actually have kind of paid attention since he got drafted went, Oh boy. And it just went bad. So I can't see the other ones. Something happened. Yeah. <laughs> we lost it. My screen went off, Aaron. Oh, okay. Let me go. First yeah. one's Reinhardt trade. Second one's Campbell. Five by five. We're still in the midst of that one right now. So that's very fun. So special. Is the is the Drake Kajula for Brandon Manning on there? See, I thought about this one too. The trade itself isn't too bad, but the everything around it is yeah, so, cool. so bad. Every it didn't make any sense at all. Hey, no. let's go get the guy that broke collar, Connor's collarbone that everybody hates, <laughs> that everybody didn't like. And you traded Kajula, who at the time was a really popular teammate for a lot of those guys. So did, uh, did I ever tell you where Drake Kajula went after he got traded that day? No. Came and skated with the Shore Park Crusaders. Really? He was trying to get his v- work permit to go down to play in the US. And yeah, he skated with the Crusaders for like a full week. And obviously word got around that he was skating. So every single day there was like multiple kids in uh, the dressing room area waiting to get an autograph. And he stayed for every single play. Good guy, Drake Kajula. Great 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 arena. Great arena. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta love it. (laughs) A lot of character in that. Uh, Third one, Lucic seven by six. See, I could be, that could be up there. It's definitely up there, but the others got out of it in a way. So that's somewhat of a win, but yes, in the moment it's like, ah, you get the number one guy on the market, but also what? cost um but the one on there okay the broberg pick i get but also i don't think it, that should be that high a the jury is still out he still will never die it's behind me he yeah. can still be a norris trophy defenseman one day. yes but the one i really <laughs> there's two here i want to lay back looks like me right now <laughs> the pull development is garbage at some point it goes on the player as well to Otherwise, get that done sure he yeah. left to europe for two years and then came back was good then he got hurt and was never able to co- recover. That just kind of is what it is. But also, let's not forget that Poyavi was passed over in the draft. Mm-hmm. So clearly, a couple other teams saw something that the others didn't see. So I don't think that's a fair one. Number nine, though, shouldn't be on this list. Yeah. The Duncan Keith trade should not be on this list. The others went to the Western Conference Finals with Duncan Keith. Caleb Jones is not an NHL Caleb player. Jones doesn't play in the league he anymore. He made Evan Bouchard turn slightly like a man. Yeah. And then... He's left, and you could argue the others have missed him ever since. Sure. I don't think I'll that's that. fair. Any, any more that you think should be on this list? Um, yeah, I mean, like, there's minor trades that really annoyed me. Like, at the time, the Lucic contract is on there. So that prevented the others from keeping Pat Maroon. Yeah, that's right. And they turned Pat Maroon, a guy who had great chemistry in the room, obviously chemistry with Connor, set his career high, 27 goals on Connor's wing, and they got J.D. Dudik. Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. So, okay. Never played. So Spooner for Strom is on there. But what about the one before that? Eberle for Strom. Strom. I know. Like that one was Peter Shirelli's logic at the time. It's like, oh, what are, there's a, we got to need the cap space just in case there's an offer sheet on Leon. There was never going to be an offer sheet on Leon. Just sign him. <laughs> yeah. Like- and then they did nothing with the cap space. So, I mean, there's, it really has been like Connor's a death by a thousand cats with some of these, you know? <laughs> Uh, to turn this into a positive spin, do you have any of the best memories? One would be signing Leon Dreisaitl for the eight-year deal sure. that he got. Sure. Um, another one, Matthias Ekholm trade. Big move. Another Big one combined to that too, getting Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry actually was like, I always found it interesting when people ripped on Tyson Berry because 
he came in and did his job. He was he was much better than people give him credit for, for 100%. sure. Um, developing Stuart Skinner. Yep. Uh, Homegrown yeah. goalie. Come on. Yeah. Building an arena. <laughs> that was go. good. Keeping nudes forever. I like Keeping nudes forever. Signing of Andy Kane. Building Joey Bellpower. <laughs> Zach Hyman is looking like a stud yeah, through go. the that's first my, handful of years, years of his... Signing Zach Hyman was like the first time in a long time that I felt like somebody wanted to come here and like had the choice yeah. to go elsewhere, but chose, you know what? That really dark, cold, snowy city up north there. I'm going to go there and I'm going to take a reasonable deal to go play with Connor McDavid. And I'm like, shit, like this is actually happening. Like this is the McDavid effect that I've been dreaming of. I got, look two, at us now. I got two more for you, BM, quickly, and then we'll let you go. Cam Talbot was a good signing for the team too. That was a, a great trade for yeah, uh, the I Oilers. Think, I mean, yeah. the theory at the time was the old Glenn Sather on his way out. Pop the Oilers <laughs> a quick favor, but hey. Gotta love it. You gotta grease the wheels when you know somebody, you know? And Maynard asked in the Finning Cat YouTube chat, would you rather have today Taylor Hall or Adam Larson? Adam Larson. Adam Larson. Yeah, they Full stop. Adam Larson. I watched him the other day. We won the trade. He was so funny. <laughs> he was stood in front of the other's net. Like he was going for the tip, but he was almost defending it a little bit too. I was like, oh, what could have been? Those were like, the days. <laughs> I would don't get me wrong, I'd love to have Taylor Hall. But this team needs Adam Larson yeah. more than it needs Taylor Hall. Yeah. Well, there you go. The bro down with bag milk. The Thanks for time, having me. The first time we've had it in a while. Uh, brought to you by Star Mechanical. Do we have the board, Aaron? Let's take a look so at him. Can slip out there. You see Tyler in that one, BM? Yep. Right there. <laughs> He's the Chuck tall fan. one in the middle. Long There's legs on that character. Of, those are all your end shots. There's a guy on the middle row, second from the left there, that I believe Tyler's pointed out to me is related to him in some way. They were celebrating Tyler's 20th birthday. <laughs> that was on the end there with the balloons. <laughs> anyway, thanks for having me, go. boys. Thanks, BM. Thanks, BM. There you go. Stick taps. The bro down. For bag milk, everybody. Brought to you by Star Mechanical. Star Mechanical is one of Edmonton's biggest locally owned and operated plumbing and heating companies, everybody. Oh, now it's just the boys, Liam. Let's go. <laughs> the bro down with Liam and Adam. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that so much. Okay, let's but, dive into the Finning Cat YouTube chat quickly here. I threw you... in the flute, was asking for the hat link again for the hat. Okay, I got to get you your new. Yes, I need a new hat. Another here. one again. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, okay, what were some of the questions that people had in here? If you have some moments that you think would good to that BM and I didn't talk about in there, let yeah, us give me know. your negatives and your positives. I like that you flipped that and went positive. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here. I said this the other day and pretend that Ken Holland is doing a great job today. But there's no doubt that he's done a pretty good job to get this We're a better team than we were. Exactly. And even even Shirelli, as much as it kills me to say that, did some good things for this organization. 
And I know the headline right now is, oh, where's Connor McDavid going? Like I saw a video the other day. It was like three destinations for Connor McDavid. He's not a free agent for like three more years, right? That's Something so like that. Annoying. So it's just like, come on, let's not pretend that this, this team hasn't done everything they can to get Connor McDavid a Stanley Cup. There's been a lot of flaws along the way. I but hate there's a lot, there's a lot of good positive too. thing in here so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did we get some listener questions here? Here's yeah, one. I've got a couple that I've written down here. Okay. Who should we give the listener questions to? Let's keep 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 some questions coming in. Now we're just throwing down well, this will be Adam and Liam. <laughs> Adam and Liam. Actually, quickly before we get to the listener questions, Aaron, I'll be Blue Cross. I'm making my own segment today. Oh, let's go. Moment of the week. Big shout out to our Blue Cross, obviously, for helping everyone with the nation vacation. We didn't get to go, but I think we're both going to Arizona. We're going on the next one. So we're going to Arizona. Liam and Aaron tarps off on the beach. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> baby. I'm going to grow up my hair for if that. If that doesn't sell you on the trip, yes. I don't know. February 18th to the 20th, the nation is going to Phoenix, Arizona. Flights, hotel, and hockey. Double occupancy for one Nine nine nine. And we go over to nationgear.ca right now to get that done. Shout out Alberta Blue Cross for getting us across the line on this one. We always say, and I get it from my buddies, like they see like the first number and they're like, whoa, it's that much or whatever. And I can't express enough, enough how nice it is that you just like, once you pay, you don't have to do a thing. Yeah. Everything is taken care of. You're herded like sheep. You're treated like kings. You're in the best most friendly atmosphere you could ever be. I'm very excited to see what that arena is going to look like. Covered in orange. It's such a unique experience. Also something to consider is this is a long weekend. If you put a trip together yourself, I guarantee it'll be pretty much the same price as this anyway. So whatever, join us on that trip. If you want to nationgate.ca once in a lifetime opportunity, the yoke should be gone out of that arena next season. (laughs) I don't know if they'll be in Arizona, but they'll be out of that arena. Uh, Aaron was, while you collect some questions there, one question coming in here from Caleb on the Finning Cat YouTube chat. How do you think Nobby will use McDavid and Brown considering their history? Well, I think it's evident today from the lines that he plans on playing them together. And I think that's the right thing too, in the sense of Connor Brown was brought in to be a, bo- a top six forward. It doesn't need to, he doesn't need to be playing on the third line while say Leon Drysaddle is up there. This team is better when Drysaddle and McDavid and separate, and I understand the frustration of what Connor Brown has done offensively to start this season. But let's not forget in the Heritage Classic, he had a pretty good game. He carried it over for the next two, I think it was, and then he got hurt. We, oh no, it was just one, wasn't it? Because they had that long stretch off against the Dallas Stars. Remember they had four days, Halloween yeah. party, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Then he got hurt. I think we need to give Connor Brown Dobby. the opportunity. We had Dobby before Dobby, now that I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, that. That's right. Jack <laughs> Dobby before Dobby. Yeah. Hopefully it's a better outcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think Connor Brown's going to be good. I actually, if I was going to make a bet for tomorrow, which I will, I might go Connor Brown goal. Yeah, I could chase some juice with that. Okay, so that kind of leads into one that I see here from Caleb. How do you think Nobby will use McDavid and Brown considering their history together? I think you'll play them on the top one. I think so, yeah. right? Like it's now that's also is that by strategy? I don't know. It's necessity because right now with no Dylan Holloway, kind of writes itself. Can you pull up the lines one more time? Yes, sir. It's just better spread out this way. This is what we need to have. Brown in the top six. Lavoie needs to be on the third line. Then you can have a fourth line, which slow. I get it. Of Gagne, Derek Ryan, and James Hamlin. You got to think T.J. Yanmark cycles in there somewhere too, eventually. But this team is slowly forming to what their true form is supposed to be. So I'll get on Shell tonight, Shell 24 tonight. I'll play around with the lines a little bit, let you know what's going on. I said I traded for Jake DeBrusque. It's been a great great addition to the squad. So I highly recommend. Can you go and get that done? Um, I don't, for people asking about these hats, I don't, are they out of stock? I don't know if they are, they will be back in <laughs> stock again. And they've been flying off the shelves since we started representing everywhere. Yeah. The, uh, there's one here from Rufus Nighthawk. Mostly wanted to say the name. Sick more than name. What's Liam's journalism take about the NFL sideline report, a drama that came out. So I can't remember the lady's that, name. That's from pardon my take. But it was, she came out and Carissa Thompson Thompson and said that she basically lies when she's on the sideline. 
right? Do you have more context? I am, I am an avid AWL award-winning listener of part okay. of my take. You can take anything out of context like that the way it is. I don't know if you've ever heard part of my take. It's not the most serious thing that they yes. ever do. And like, if you can hear the tone of it, yes, she was joking being like, yeah, I'll just make it up as I go along or whatever here and there. Yeah, that's what 10 second hits are. Shocker. I'm like, oh. Yeah, like I, I think too, like sometimes when you see those online, there was one the other day too, of uh, Jeff Merrick said on 32 Thoughts that Connor McDavid is legitimately pissed. And that's what the quote was that hit the internet. Well, if you actually listen to the show, he basically said that he was pissed at the way that he and the team had been playing to start the season. And he was like a little bit more to it than that, but it wasn't anything more. He wasn't pissed at the Edmonton Oilers, pissed at where the Edmonton Oilers are as a collective. We're headline grabbers, but man, I checked Twitter. Was it last night or this morning? Holy cow. There were some people fired up at her. I really like her too. She does a podcast with Aaron Andrews, I believe. I think one thing to consider on this too is like, like you said, Aaron, like sometimes you got to fill a bit of dead air. If you have 10 seconds, like I don't know what, to what extent she's necessarily lying, but maybe there's just like a little extra line there being like, Oh, embellish. Odell Beckham went to the tent speculating. He might have a knee injury or like now he's sat on the bench without his helmet or something like that. I don't know. Like there's probably something in there. that's like a slight lie, but either way, Connor asks, is there any chance if Seattle drops in the standings, the others go after Adam Lawson? So the thing with Adam Lawson wasn't necessarily the fact that he didn't want to be an Edmonton Oiler. It was more of a human side of things where unfortunately his dad passed away and there was a bit too many memories attached to the city and his dad here. And I think that's why Lawson had to step away. I believe he's come out and said that publicly a bunch of times too. So no, unfortunately, I don't think Adam Lawson will ever be an Edmonton Oiler again but it wasn't anything that the Oilers did wrong. It was just an unfortunate circumstance. Once an Oiler, always an Oiler, except for Wit Dog, uh, apparently. Uh, and he and Kylie Yamamoto, too, apparently. No more no more videos. Yeah, that, that is bold, man. Yeah, the more like I, I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that guy did did everything we asked of him. Like, Do you remember the run when we threw on, him on a line with Nuge and Dry, and they were a point per game yeah, for like the, 20 straight games? What did they call it? The Kai Dry Rye. Kai Dry Rye. That was good. Rye, Dry, and Kai. That was it, right? Rye, Dry, and Kai. <laughs> what else we got, Aaron? And then we can move along to the menu. Um, I like this one. That will, okay. People are asking, can we ever possibly move Jack Campbell? Yeah, you could. You could. You're so, going to have to give up a shit ton. So I, I've said this on the show a few times, and I think I got it twisted the last time. So Kyle Peterson got traded this summer. His deal is a little bit different, but I believe it's the same value per year annually and what is that AAV but LA Kings had to retain 2 million of Ivan Provorov's contract or whatever the figure was so there is a way that the others can do it if they want to just get straight off that money with nothing coming back in the terms of any kind of term or like uselessness then they're going to have to give up some assets here. I don't know what that would be. I don't think we've really seen a trade of of that magnitude. The closest one is like Patrick Marlowe when he went from Toronto to Carolina, I believe it was. And they, and they traded attached the pick. They attached the first round pick, but also consider that Patrick Marlowe was out of contract at the end of that season yeah. too. So it's... It's interesting. We're buying them out. I'm yeah, like buy it, out. Um, it seems inevitable as there's two things that have to happen. One, the others just buy Jack Campbell out. At the I end keep of the season. Jack Campbell's buyout in the graphics here 24 7 because <laughs> a man can dream. Who Jack Campbell plays better, which is still a possibility. We have to believe at some point this guy isn't going to have an 820 save percentage in the American. Do we Oracle have League. to believe that? Because I, I would have not seen a reason why. That, in that's a year fair too. To... But you would think at some point he's going to make some stops. This guy, the O's didn't just pay this guy five million because he was bad, a bad goalie. They paid him because he he had done well in a few years before that. He walks his cats. But okay, that's enough. That's enough shit on Jack Campbell right now. Um, I got one more. I got I got two two more that I like that I really like. They're interesting. I like this one. I forget who it was from. What is your ultimate Oilers song? A song that you associate with the Edmonton Oilers doesn't have to be a goal song. Can't be anything. For me, I feel like it's kickstart my heart because when I was a kid, they used to drop the oil derrick down and they come on the ice to kickstart my heart. Hey. 
that song gets me going that and pounding crown one. royal like nothing shameless plug get it in there <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i think i go with that one what about you i like knocking at the door by r Kells. that one just mm-hmm. kind of gets me fired up for hockey a little bit um there isn't one that stands out too much but we talked about this the other day this is a a bit of a collective one, but whenever the DJ, the others are up a few goals and the DJ starts playing songs at the sing-along. So that's like eighties tunes, basically like stuff like that. What's that one by living on a prayer? That's the one that kind of triggers me a little bit when I'm in the ring that always brings back a memory of like, it was when I was at, um, they played Dallas a couple of years ago and I went with my girlfriend and we got, we got given seats and we were in like row eight. It was the closest I'd ever been until McMullet took me the other day. And that started playing. I was in like the middle of it all. I'm like, this is nuts. So that was a really cool one. Uh, other people in the chat give saying, me hell, give me yeah, hell. that's a good one. That's, that's all time. La Bomba, of course. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. There's so many. Uh, do you have any other ones, Aaron? Or should we move um, on? My last one is just, uh, they keep asking because we're talking about Nation Vacation. Where, give me an out of the box, outside the box, Nation Vacation destination mine that popped in my head is i've never been to texas i think Ooh, it'd be really dallas. cool to do like a mavericks game a stars game yeah, that would be and cool. a cowboys game my brother did that sports trip once very jealous of that same goes for i feel like boston just wow, boston area walking the streets it just i don't know i've never been to boston i'm a patriots guy too so there's obviously that yeah if i don't want to go watch the football right now i'd Let's be very okay look. not doing that but I feel like those would be my two North American destinations. Yeah, they those, play hockey in Hawaii. Those would be good. Speaking of non-North American destinations, Toronto and Detroit is underway. Oh, yeah, uh, a good destination. I like the Boston one. I would love to go to Detroit for my own personal reasons, but I don't think that would be a good nation vacation. What Detroit. I mean, I think Pittsburgh would be cool. Oh yeah, that's a good sport. Pittsburgh would be a good Pittsburgh. one. The only, here's a fun little fact for you all. Um, the only four major sports teams that all wear the same colors are in Pittsburgh. All right. Penguins, Steelers, Pirates. Oh, they don't have a basketball team. So the three, the three the major sports teams all wear the same. One. I like that consistency there. Yeah, yeah, we cool. were talking about Leafs Morning Take. Did you see the PWHL jerseys? Oh, yeah. They're they're not great. And they look no, like EA Sports Hockey League jerseys, like the first jersey you get when you play yeah. gel there. But um, Nick Alberga had a thing. He was talking about why, and maybe the logistics are tough to do it, but how could you make each city, like the new Toronto team, make Leafs colors, the new Montreal team, Habs colors, and you can kind of, that'd be a good way to jumpstart your league. Yeah, exactly. Kind of piggybacking off of other leagues. Mm-hmm. I understand that they don't want to do that, but... I don't know. I like the colors I like. It's yeah. not that deep. <laughs> um, QF Pro, happy birthday again. How about a nation vacation for one of the international games, or is that too much? That Germany. We'd have to go to Germany. Yeah, we Beyond. I don't know the logistics of a nation vacation. That's yeah. what Gavin deals yeah. with now. And Dan <laughs> has also dealt with a bunch of them too. It would be something that we wouldn't say no to. We would just have to make sure there was obviously a group of people that wanted to go, but I know there'd be a lot of people in this office. I'd be like, yes, I am in. You imagine office. we fill up a plane and we take everybody going to Germany. We also just had a debate. I'm sure it'll hit social media soon here. Whether or not you think you could land a plane. Yeah. We were no. just asked that by Kennedy. If anyone thinks that they could land a 737 you're just lying. off that, you're delirious <laughs> and you need to get checked. You know how many buttons are on that thing? It's Absolutely crazy. Not. Uh, okay, before we get to yeah. the menu, let's do our Crown Royal generous guy. Generosity lives in the small things, Aaron. Crown Royal, crown everything. everything. Shout out Crown Royal. Crown Shout Royal out. is the best. You it's got, Friday. It's Friday again. It's, it's Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> okay. Friday. Who's your generous guy? <laughs> My man? generous guy is only one person this can go to this week. And if you don't know the answer, then you haven't watched the show yesterday or the day before. Mike Mullet. Talk me to the Oilers game on Wednesday. We had a fantastic time. He's a great man. And he took me because I didn't get to go on a nation vacation. And he said, I wanted you to see Devin Shaw live in person again. 
And Devin Shaw. How'd that go? How'd he play? Devin Shaw didn't play. <laughs> so big shout out to McMullet for one, being a huge Oilers fan through thick and thin. And two, for taking me to the game and not even letting me buy you a coffee or anything like that in the process. So thanks, McMullet. Appreciate it. What a beauty. He's an all-time guy. I wasn't prepared for a generous guy, but I just came up with it in my brain. I'm going bag milk because on Wednesday nights, I needed someone for After Dark. Right. And I didn't have a guest. It was just me, me and Gavin. Shoot, BM the old text. The guy always comes through, always shows up. And then again, today, we got no Tyler. We got you in the big chair. He comes and BM takes a seat on up. the couch. I love Broin down with bag milk. He's one of the best. You guys, you don't need me to tell you that. Everybody in the chat. BM's the man. BM's my generous guy. Let's go drink some Crown Royal. <laughs> yes, there you go. Crown Royal. La Cola. Crown Royal. La Cola. A little, little ginger. A little ginger. You can or do whatever you want. Or but oh, just it, straight. It goes back. It's good enough. It goes back smooth. <laughs> I, I've been doing that on the shows. Tomorrow's a Saturday. Day game. Might have to rally the boys. Might have to rally the boys myself. That's what pregame is about. It is about that. Do we have, um, do you have the options for the Wendy's daily face-off survival pool nope. this week? No. No. Nope. Because we missed it. Yeah, exactly. But you can head over to daily face-off and get ready for next week. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year with Wednesday's daily face-off survival pool. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you, despite your lack of team here. Put your predictions to this test and score yourself 13,000 bonus points. There you we, go. We Wendy's. were just talking There's before, before the show that with pre, pre-gaming and After Dark, I have way less ad reads than Tyler normally Oh does. my goodness. It's insane how many he's got to do on this show every day. I uh, I was, my notes for the ads, uh, there's a lot going on here. So, But I mean, it's great that people think this show is good enough to sponsor. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, we but yeah, head over to Daily Face Off right now and you can place your Wendy's picks for Monday, which I will not forget to do. So yeah. I was thrown off. It was a long weekend. Yeah. Monday wasn't Monday. It was Sunday times two. But it was extra Sunday. Tuesday was Monday. Today's probably Thursday. And still. Sunday, there was so much news. I don't know. It was, oh, weird. It was a weird one. It was a weird one. The menu ding brought to you by go ahead, ding ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> by DoorDash. I'm going to fill this little guy up with a cup of joe, which I'm going to order off. Uh, DoorDash here shortly. Nation 25. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off. Zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash Ding app dunk. and enter code NATION25. All uh, capitals. All ca- I was going to say, is it all capitals? I think so. You can see it on your screen right there. pointing in front of the mic. If you, uh, you point up, Aaron. There it is. There it is. Only three games on the slate tonight, and one of them... Has begun. <laughs> Leaves and Red Wings, 0 0, two minutes left in the first period. Friday, of course, or you only two games on a Friday. Why would you, why would you fill up? Hey, a you gave the NHL props the other night. Hey, you they did a great job. job. They did a great job. Or some crown runs. Such an awkward angle. To get going right now. Uh, Sabres Jets tonight. No Tage Thompson still. Sucks. Okay, let's just go to predict. Sabres Jets. Who wins? Jets. Okay. Panthers, Ducks, who wins? Ducks? Are they good? I don't I don't know. I don't Are know. they good? Probably not. At the end of the day, they probably won't be very good. They do, but they're they're on a hot streak right now, and you've got to respect that they, they've come out and done that. I actually said in my preseason predictions that the Ducks would be way better this year. I think everyone kind of forgets that two years ago, they were really good. They were not really good. That's a bit aggressive. But they were good enough every single night they were going to give you a game. Last season, the Dallas Eakins message fell off a cliff. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Who would have saw that coming? <laughs> and now here they are with a new coach saying fourth in the Pacific Division. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. 49 goals. They have a minus two goal differential, which is really funny. I think I don't think they're legit, no. but they're good. They're good. Okay, let me ask you for the Global Series games this weekend. Minnesota, Ottawa. Okay, also Detroit. They go across the pond and they have to play back to back. What oh, the yeah, hell is that right. about? They played right. yesterday and now they're playing. I wonder right when now. they got there. You're the you're the traveled man who goes across so the to, pond. To get to Sweden, it's probably about a nine, 10 hour flight. To get to England from Alberta, 
So Detroit is obviously a little bit further out, but something people don't consider is you got to still got to get to the same altitude. So you got to figure that out. And people, they don't go across the water, right? They go up. So you kind of go the same way in some regards. I know if we're out of Detroit. Um, it's probably nine, 10 hours. My assumption. I would, when I went to England this past year, past summer, took me three days to kind of get into the swing of things. It took me a full week to really get into the swing of things. I was on there for three. So I would assume they got there a couple of days early if they have back to back. It's like the so. NFL games in Europe this year. Sometimes the teams are leaving on like Thursday. And I'm like, what stupid. the hell is that? Stupid, and then you stupid, bet stupid, against stupid. them and you profit accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last but not least, that way, 19 plus. Please bet responsibly. <laughs> Anything you like this weekend, Aaron? There's a couple I saw over in the football on Monday. Uh, it's a Sunday nighter. Vikings plus two and a half minus one fifteen against the Denver Broncos. I don't care if Denver have been a little bit better recently. Josh Dobbs' season is the future. Here. The future. The Dobbsy, dude. He was on the Browns earlier this season too. Now they're out to Sean. A lot of teams could use Josh Dobbs. I saw it today somebody called him the Ryan, the modern day Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, here's a dead on comparison. Here's a theory for you. Is he not just Lynn, Jeremy Lynn? Like we're going through this. We'll know what we'll know how that comparison works later on. But right now we are in Dobbs sanity, the Dobbs sanity era. That's I don't hate that. It's obviously not as big because it's not Madison Square Garden, but. Josh Dobbs has been taking over the NFL world yeah. here because nobody understands how he's doing it. Didn't even know the players' names. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know he sent it. Him and his center didn't even know the snaps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the Oilers line wasn't up on Betway yet, but obviously with pregame with Bordy tomorrow, you'll get us hooked up on that one. And I'll get then, you everything you need to know, people. Who do you have on postgame tomorrow? It's a good question. Oh, yeah, William. TBD. If someone will be there, it won't be me. I'll be in enemy territory tomorrow. Hey, these the the folks know I will be there. Let's uh, we'll get her going. I almost called you Adam again. Aaron will be there. Uh, no lineup <laughs> for the Oilers tomorrow, but I like the over. I like the over in the sense of Zach Tam- Lang. Zach Lang. Okay, Tampa Bay have obviously an incredible offense. Kucherov, points, Stamkos. The list kind of goes on. The Oilers have a great offense. Drysaddle, McDavid, Nuge, Hyman, Kane, Connor Brown. Goaltending. Skinner's been very good. Don't want to take anything away from him. I think he could probably probably allow three tomorrow and the others would win. Yeah. The other end of the ice isn't great. Matt Tompkins, great story. I'm not going to say a bad one. I'm not going to say let's, anything no, Let's either. just talk about the other guy. But Johansson is not good. He's on my fantasy team. He's and got he's started, He was like number four in the league and he's just plummeting game after game right now. I should have traded him from day one. So I do like, and you know, you said it, Skinner said it the other day. I only have to beat the other I'll guy. The other guy. Skinner is the best goalie in this matchup. So I think the Oilers will win. You can find the Oilers. It's, it's going to be down to the offense. I predicted four nothing. <laughs> I said six Go five Skinner. overtime winner. We are on different ends. No, right right ends the thing. But uh, that's a wrap, Aaron. Yeah. I will actually be around a little bit more next week, me and you. Yeah, I right. think we have Tuesday, Thursday for sure, maybe Friday. It would be the three days that the two of us. Somebody's are. avoiding the grind. Somebody's going on. I dare you to vacation. guess who that is, everybody. Yes. So <laughs> we'll be back on Monday. Shout out to Sports Closet, Spinning Cat, Star Mechanical, Albert Blue Cross, Crown Royal. Sorry, I'm just scrolling. Keep going. Wendy's, DoorDash, that way. <laughs> Sherwood Ford. Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Almost missed that one. We saw the Sherwood Ford Power Sports and Marine center the other day when we were down at Sherwood Ford on Wednesday. That place is huge. It looks massive. And it is coming <laughs> along quite nicely. 91,000 liter pool where you can test drive Drink your boats. <laughs> You're not going to be thirsty after drinking that. <laughs> So there you go. Did I miss anyone? Oh, Cornerstone for earlier in the week, too. Yeah, Shout out to Cornerstone yeah. Insurance. Hello to them all. Free gaming tomorrow at... <laughs> Christopher Palmer said, did we talk about Star Mechanical? Yeah, we got Star Mechanical in there. There we go. See, all right, thanks chat's for, looking out. They, they, they like out. the sponsor. If you guys could make a checklist at home and make sure <laughs> I, I cross all the... Uh, oh, 
of course. John's barbecue and foot massage. Is there. <laughs> Shout out to John. That's a wrap. He's right. doing great work down there. It is <laughs> wherever he is. But there you go. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you very much for watching. Oilers Nation every day with Liam Horobin. See you Monday with Tyler. Yep, rock and roll. I'll see you tomorrow, one o'clock. Oilers oh, yeah. Nation YouTube. Let's pregame. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.